it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. The story of the veterans that were allegedly homeless veterans that were allegedly kicked out of a hotel to make way for um, migrants was a lie. And it's not just a lie. It's a it's a terrible lie. Now, we were on this story because it was being reported by the Times Union of Albany. And I know this paper well. It was the local paper of record when I was a local host on WGY. But a woman, a woman who was running an alleged organization, Sharon Tony Finch, could not produce any bank records or receipts or any paperwork whatsoever to prove that she was running a uh, veterans charity that was housing homeless veterans. And some of these men who are, in fact, homeless were told the press, New York Post and other newspaper outlets, that they were given food and alcohol and told to lie that they were veterans. And if they were uncomfortable with telling the story, they should just say they didn't want to speak due to their PTSD. Now, the bizarre twist to this, and I was going to talk about it yesterday, but I wanted to do some more reading, is that Sharon Tony Finch is also a military veteran herself. Why she would do this, I have no idea. Now, that should not make you shy away from veterans' charities, like Operation Chill Out, which does do work with homeless veterans, and I work with them on our Veterans Day special. And it's not an excuse to leave the border open and bring in six, seven million people illegally. But the story, she admitted she lied. Why she did it, I have no idea. And I also gave it several minutes because, you know, I'm the first to point out that the retraction is a whimper by compared to the scream. So there it is. I've laid it out in full detail. This story is not real. Winesick 695, Patriot 9572874. And we did further reading on it because there were people that were saying, well, they weren't actually kicked out. They were moved to another facility. This woman came out and admitted she lied and she doesn't even run a veterans charity. Winesick 695, Patriot 9572874. So much stuff to get to on the program. Uh, we are rapidly... Isn't it funny they're calling it X-Date? I'm just going to say, not safe for work, probably, if you're following the the debt ceiling fight. Don't go Googling X-Date at your computer. Just put in June 1st. You have the silliness of the president of the NAACP claiming that Florida is hostile to black people. I was texting David Webb about that this morning because he lives in Florida. Reverend C.L. Bryant, who you've heard on this program, Florida. Jerome Hudson from Breitbart, Florida. Byron Donalds represents two counties in Florida. Why is Florida hostile to black people? Oh, because they're not going to be teaching queer theory anymore as part of black history. Right, got it. The NAACP, I, I don't even know, is, is it even a shell of itself anymore? I mean, for the president, Derek Johnson, to come out and say this, is quite frankly embarrassing. And we'll get to the audio. 
Then you have this U-Haul driver who crashed the gate at the White House. Now, this is beyond bizarre. You have this 19-year-old kid with an Indian name who manages to get a U-Haul truck right up to the gate of the White House. Oh, but he had a Nazi flag. You know what's kind of funny about the white supremacist movement? There's no white people left in it anymore. And probably white supremacists saying, see, you let them in and they take over everything, even our movement. I've never seen so many non-white white supremacists. Weintick 695 Patriot 9572874. But I want to know how he got this giant U-Haul truck right up to the gate. Would he flash a badge or something? Hey, boys, it's me. Now he's only 19 years old. But the media is going to tell you that this is proof that the domestic white supremacist, white nationalist terrorist narrative is real, except they can't seem to produce any actual white people in this movement. How can you call it white supremacist terrorism if you have no white people? Oh, that's right. Now the new line of thinking is that Latinos can be white supremacists, but this kid's name sounds Indian. So is the, are they going to start calling it white adjacent supremacist? That's the new one, right? White adjacent supremacist. You don't actually have to be white anymore to be a white supremacist. Wow, that white supremacist movement is so progressive. It's just so damn diverse. You can see. So what are we going to do about our movement here at the white supremacist movement? Our numbers are dwindling. I got an idea. Yeah, you in the back. Why don't we start letting brown and black people into our white supremacist movement? That'll boost our numbers, make some good PR with the press. You know what? You got something. What's your name, Johnson? Johnson, you're going places. Why don't you come on up here and tell us some more some more good, good stuff? Well, I was thinking, and just hear me out here, it's kind of crazy. If we had a bunch of Latinos and Indian folk, we could really diversify our white supremacist movement. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 new and imp- the new and improved white supremacist movement. I hope, I hope that this whole thing about white supremacist Latinos is, is, is something that they run with right through 2024. Because you're going to have a hard time. It's right up there with the New York City bike Karen. I, I saw, does Torre still have a show here? I don't think he does. I saw that he tweeted out that these five men just deserve, you know, deserve all the respect for their composure in this dangerous situation. And I thought, you're right. There's nothing more dangerous than a pregnant woman by herself when you're a group of five young men. Now, I know they're going to say she would have called the police. The police hate black people. One of them would have got shot. But just like that, by the way, healthcare workers were not our heroes. Remember the, the very poignant pictures of women in scrubs with masks and sunglasses on blocking traffic during COVID to prevent people from going to protests like in Lansing, Michigan? We were told it was like Tiananmen Square. And every hospital 
and every clinic put out in front of it, heroes work here. And we were told that healthcare workers were heroes. They were risking their lives amongst the unvaccinated, the, the MAGA people. These were heroic people. Now you see a pregnant, yes, white lady trying to rent a city bike gets into a, a verbal altercation with five young men who happen to be black, and just like that, healthcare workers are not our heroes anymore. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. So let's play it. Uh Cube Cut 2. Here's the president of the NAACP on CNN saying Ron DeSantis's policies are driving away Disney. Cut two. Over the last several years, it wasn't because of anything he did in policy. Florida, by geography, is an attractive place where people would like to go. But he's fighting the largest company in the state with Disney around tourism. They just pulled out a billion dollars. He is minimizing the quality of education by taking away the diversity for children to learn. He has he has sought to cause harm by saying that every citizen could carry gun without permit. Those are not business attractive policies. Those are regressive policies that that that's going to hit a dead end. So you can spend the whatever language you would like to have. The policies that he has put in place are harmful policies to far too many individuals. And I can tell you what Disney has been doing, what we have this call for, it is a trend that's about to that about to pick up, not slow down. I'm sorry. Um, this is uh, what civil rights issue is the NAACP dealing with here in Florida? What's the civil rights question here? That Ron DeSantis and Republicans are fully embracing the Second Amendment to the Constitution? that they are passing restrictions on sexually explicit performances in front of children? And no, Mr. Johnson, that $1 billion office complex was not squashed because of Ron DeSantis. That's a lie. As we've pointed out, the Star Wars Hotel, which cost $2 billion to build, is closing in less than two years. They lost 4 million subscribers, to their, uh, to their streaming platforms. They laid off 7,000 workers. Is that because of Ron DeSantis? And their stock is below $100. So maybe Bob Iger should mind the store and get out of the business of trying to run Florida from California. And there's another point, Mr. Johnson. Every policy you've just described is the opposite of California. Florida is thriving. California is dying. And oh, by the way, the black unemployment rate in Florida is half, less than half that it is in the state of New York. Play cut three. Well, our state NAACP leaders and other leaders of the Legislative Black Caucus in Florida and many officials in Florida, including corporations like this, have reached out, made it of appeals, and it, but, but it's gone on deaf ears. He is appealing to the lowest common denominator of humanity. He's seeking to amplify the voice of a small minority of individuals who, who lack any integrity or morality in, in terms of their neighbors and other individuals using race and othering as a political platform is not a winning strategy, it's un-American, it's undemocratic, and it can be potentially harmful. Ultimately, what do you hope to accomplish here? 
Well, it's raising the consciousness of people across the country. It is making sure that if individuals have to go to Florida, they know to be cautious, but more importantly, to partner with groups on the ground. This problem is the result of an election. It would only be fixed as a result of an election. So we are preparing now for future elections, not only against Governor DeSantis, but other policymakers who hold this point of view. If we don't stop this trend now, we will not have an American that's recognizable five years from now. I'm sorry. Um, why don't they just admit that the NAACP is an arm of the Democrat Party? And I love the way he says they're elevating a small number of people. Ron DeSantis won re-election with 20 points. Would you prefer Andrew Gillum? Would you prefer to have a governor that was found face down? in a motel after trysts with men with a needle sticking out of his arm simply because he's black? Ron DeSantis routed both his opponents. And what might have been a more narrow victory in the case of Andrew Gillum, he won resoundingly by 20 points in his re-election with a massive influx of Hispanic voters. So exactly, Mr. Johnson, please tell the rest of us and shout it loud enough for the people in the back. What policy has been put in place by Florida Republicans that is directly harmful to black people? The answer is you can't find one. You're just a left-wing Democrat. Just say it. Stop hiding behind the civil rights history of the NAACP and say you're a far left-wing Democrat and you don't like Ron DeSantis or any Republican for that matter. Has the NAACP released any statements on Tim Scott? Are they supporting Tim Scott? He is the only black uh, candidate running for president right now. I'm sorry, Larry Elder, excuse me. Are they going to release any statement on Larry Elder and, and, and Tim Scott? No, of course not, because they're a left-wing Democrat organization. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.